Welcome to the podcast, Rethinking the End Times, which is an extension of the Kings and Priests podcast by Urban Eden Community. You can visit the website at urbanedencmty.com. I'm Serge DeRosa, and today we're going to be talking about the prophecies of Elijah. The scriptures prophesy of Elijah coming and kicking off the great and terrible day of the Lord. And many of you listening have heard these scriptures used to teach that there is a future coming Elijah that will kick off the great tribulation. But did you know that Jesus taught us about these things? Jesus directly quotes these scriptures and he taught us of who this person is, what this person is about, and the fulfillment of these things. And I'm going to take you on this journey through scripture. I want to first start out by showing you the scriptures that tie the day of the Lord or judgment day to that Elijah. And then we'll quickly jump to what Jesus had to say about these prophecies and their fulfillment. Let's go to Malachi 4, verse 5 and 6. Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. That's where it ties in. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. The book of Malachi ties the day of the Lord directly to Elijah, saying that he will come before it. This is a timestamp to show the world when to be ready for these things to start unfolding. Malachi 3, 1 through 7, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire and like the launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi and will purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in the former years. And I will come near you for judgment, and I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans, and against those who turn away an alien, because they do not fear me. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet from the days of your fathers you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you said, in what way shall we return? This verse mentions the messenger that comes before Jesus to prepare the way. Then this verse starts to describe the judgment that is coming. I mentioned this passage in Malachi because Jesus directly quotes this verse when speaking about John the Baptist, saying that John is the Elijah that you guys are looking for. It's found in Matthew eleven seven. It says, As they departed, Jesus began to say to the multitudes concerning John, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed. Those who wear soft garments are in the king's houses. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, more than a prophet. 
For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I will send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive this, Jesus says, John is the Elijah who is to come. He who has ears, let him hear. This is a direct quote from Malachi. Jesus is saying that the prophecy of this Elijah to come has already been fulfilled. And even further, Jesus explains John is the Elijah spoken of in this prophecy. This tells us that the time that John and Jesus walked the earth, the day of the Lord was unfolding. It's not a future event we're waiting for. Jesus lays it out very plainly that Elijah has already come. He was John the Baptist. Look at Matthew 17, 10 through 13. The disciples asked Jesus saying, why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered and said, Indeed, Elijah must come first and will restore all things. But I say to you, Elijah has already come, and they did not know him, but did to him whatever they wished. Likewise, the Son of Man is about to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he spoke to them about John the Baptist. A very popular teaching in the end times message and the end times movement is that the Elijah will come in the future and kick off this great and terrible tribulation. They base this scripture off of what I just read in Malachi. But the problem with that is that Jesus said that John was that Elijah that Malachi was talking about. The scriptures I just quoted in Matthew 11 in Matthew 17, leave no room for debate. Jesus is pointing out a specific scripture saying that these things are being fulfilled in that age which he is speaking to. Now, before we move on, let me share with you one more nugget to show you beyond a shadow of a doubt that these prophecies about Elijah were talking about John the Baptist. Luke 1, 11 through 17, an angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayers have been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink. And he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. And he will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Once again, 
a direct reference to Malachi 4.5. Behold, I will send Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord, and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, just like the angel prophesied, and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. Even John himself spoke of the day of the Lord in this way. In Matthew 3, 7, it says, When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, John said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. Do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our fathers. I tell you, of these stones, God can raise up children of Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees. And every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. He's saying it's already happening. It's already coming to pass. The axe is already at the root of the tree. Verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes one who is more powerful than I. He's talking about Jesus. Whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit the great day, and fire, the terrible day, the great and terrible day of the Lord. And he goes on to explain what he's talking about. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. The great and terrible day of the Lord, a day of salvation and a day of judgment. So what I've shared with you shows that the prophecies concerning the day of the Lord, which is spoken about in 2 Peter 3, is directly tied to the Elijah to come, which Jesus said was John the Baptist. There's no way around that. What I've presented to you is overwhelming evidence with Scripture that the day of the Lord is tied to that age, not ours. The age of the old covenant messianic governance. The prophecies of the day of the Lord are speaking of a judgment on the governance of the old covenants, judgment on Jerusalem, judgment on the temple. We all know that this judgment was fulfilled in 70 AD when in fact Jerusalem and the temple were completely destroyed and over 1 million Jews killed and the rest put into captivity. This is overwhelming scriptural evidence that the day of the Lord has already come. And this tells me that is speaking of that transitional generation between the time of John the Baptist and Jesus revealing himself in 70 AD. Rethinking the End Times podcast is an extension of Kings and Priests podcast by Urban Eden Community. To learn more about us, to get resources, or to get info on our monthly events, visit the website urbanedencmty.com and consider sowing a financial seed to help us spread the message of the kingdom. Details on the website.